when you're almost famous. You just might find yourself live on air on WATD. Hour two of Almost Famous begins now. Well, good evening and happy Halloween. Welcome to the second hour of Almost Famous here on 95.9 WATD. Introducing you to the world of local bands and musicians from right here on the South Shore, into Boston and across New England. My name is John Shea. We do it each Tuesday night, brought to you by Tiny and Sons Glass. And tonight, live on the Tiny Stage, we have Danielle Moralia. Danielle, good evening. Happy Halloween. You too. How are you doing? Not too bad. How are you? I'm good. Fantastic. So for those who may have missed your first uh, couple times here at the radio station, Introduce yourself. Tell us who is Danielle Morelia. Oh, that's that's a that might be a longer longer story than we we have time for. <laughs> but uh, <laughs> how about the Reader's Digest version? Um, I I'm a musician. I play music. I write songs. I play guitar. Uh, just putting. I'm getting ready to put on a new album with my band that we're called Danielle M and the Glory Junkies. Fantastic. Yeah. I want to hear more about that. But how long have you been a, a part of the scene here? Oh God. Probably almost 20 years now. <laughs> Fantastic. Close that's, to that's it. That's incredible. Yeah. The new album, let's talk about that. It's dropping in December, but uh, there's some previews of it online right now. Yeah, right? we're going to debut a couple of tracks tonight. I can't wait. I'm yeah. looking forward to that. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's it's the first time I put out an album with uh, a consistent band. Like, it's the same band through the whole record. And it's 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 a band record, you know? It's not like... A solo record of mine with guests. It's a it's a band record, um, and we recorded most of it live at Woolly Mammoth in in Waltham, Mass. Um, and then you know we did some overdubbing, but it, it has a you know it's it's got a live feel, and we, we recorded it in the way that um, a lot of the recordings that I love from from the past are recorded. So, well, let's hear a preview. What are we going to start the night off with uh, tonight? I will play a live tune right now. This is another one that's that's going to be on the album. And this is uh, this is called Everybody's Wrong. All right, live radio ninety five nine <laughs> WATD with Danielle Moralia on the tiny stage. I lost a friend today to too much talking. The things you show me of a self made my stomach turn. And though I tried, I couldn't keep that boat from rocking. So I lit that bridge and I watched it burn. And everybody's wrong. Everybody's wrong. Why can't they see everybody's wrong for me? Well, it's nice to live in a world where I'm always right. And it's easy when you got a face to place the blame. It would make my day if I could make you see the light. Then I could be gloating as we're going up in flames and everybody's wrong. Everybody's wrong Why can't they see Everybody's wrong for me I 
watch the shows where the bad guy wins. You know the plow where for some reason you root for him. I turn my nose up at the righteous and salute the sin. But it ain't so fun now that it's really happening and everybody's wrong. Everybody's wrong. Oh, why can't they see? Everybody's wrong. Why can't they see? Everybody's wrong. Why can't they see? Everybody's wrong with me. Danielle Morelia live in studio tonight, 95.9 WATD. Nice job on that. Thank you. So tell us about the recording process of this album, Danielle. How did this album come to be? Um, we, uh, we, I, we, we've been playing as a band for a couple of years now, doing a lot of, um, we've been doing residencies here and there at our local, uh, our favorite local place, uh, Toad in Cambridge. We've been doing a bunch of that. I love Toad. Over the years. And, um... Yeah, it just it, it the it's it's the first I don't know it just kind of came together uh, with this lineup. It's like just a good crew of friends and and it's a sound that I'm really happy with. And uh, so you know I just there's something really cool about for me about um, going in and recording most of it live in the studio. It just felt. It, originally, we went in. We were going to just do kind of like a, a three or four song EP as almost like an incentive for, um, for like a pledge music kind of thing, you know. And uh, and then I was like, "This is how I want to record this." <laughs> That's I'm like, so I don't cool. know if I want to record any other way ever again. You know, you you go in, you rehearse the songs to death, and then you just go in and do them live. And they feel the way you want them to feel, and it's not, you know, it doesn't feel manufactured. It feels like you, like it feels when you play it live, and it sounds absolutely natural to me that way, you know. Well, let's let's do something that's not live, and I got this thing to load up now. Well, okay. let's, let's play <laughs> let's play a uh, monster off the disc here. Okay, Would, cool. Take us into the song again, if you wouldn't mind, Danielle. So this is um, this it's about do-it-yourself news. All right. Well, let's hear it. <laughs> yeah.
Danielle Moralia in studio tonight, 95.9 WATD, a track off of the upcoming CD, All My Heroes Are Ghosts. <laughs> nice job on that, Danielle. Thank you. Fantastic. So tell us where all these songs came from. Are these relatively new songs, these songs that you've kind of had in your pocket for a while? How did these songs come to be? Most of them are, uh, well, the first five songs in the album are completely from this year. They're all new. They were like super fresh right before re- being recorded. Um, the second half are songs that have been around for a little while. One of them is super old. I, I've just never recorded it. It's called Rockstar. <laughs> that one's been around forever. But everything else is relatively new on it. One of them's a cover. We do cover of um, Janis Joplin's um, What Good Can Drink and Do on there. And um, But the rest are all relatively new songs. Yeah. Um, I forgot to tell you the band members... I was too. just I about to ask. <laughs> I just who realized are the glory junkies? It's, a, it's a you know I'm trying to be mysterious or something. Um, so the the glory junkies are uh, Lawrence Scudder on viola, uh, Jim Larkin on bass, uh, Chris Anzalone on drums, and Eric White on uh, on lead guitar. And Eric and Lawrence are the ones singing those harmonies. Uh, and it's really fun to sing harmonies with people. That's been <laughs> that's been. Uh, I kind of I wish I had gotten um the value of of collaboration earlier like as far as just recording and just like it's i mean not that i didn't get that as far as recording um i i i've made some great albums with uh with my husband actually um but like as far as just having a consistent band and collaborating on kind of the song arrangements as a band has been really cool it's a different thing for me and uh, I just wish I had like figured out that I wanted to have a band uh, earlier on. <laughs> you know, totally but, understand this. Yeah. Now, when you were putting the the songs together for this album, did you have a theme in mind that you wanted to go with, or are these just kind of a collection of songs that you just thought they flowed well together? Um, it's. I think what happens is you just start writing songs that are sort of they're they're floating around in in a similar headspace and they end up having some kind of cohesive theme without even trying sometimes <laughs> so that's a little bit of what happens some of it is uh a lot of it is is about current state the current state of things in the world you know um in a maybe in a va- some sometimes vague and sometimes very specific way yes and um but the title track is called it's called the, the record's called all my heroes are ghosts and um and there's a title track to it, but um, it, that that came about for from you know just all the all the musical heroes that are are kind of being plucked away the last couple of years. We're kind of and I feel more, like there's a rapture you know, more after the album was completed too. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So, do you want to uh, play the title track? Yeah, let's do that. All right, talk us into the song, Danielle, if you wouldn't. Uh, I'll fire it off. Um, well, this is this is the title track. Uh, it's called "All My Heroes Are Ghosts." And how long did this one take to write? Uh, this one was fast. This was a quick one. Cool. Well, let's hear it. 95.9 <laughs> WATD.
Danielle Morelia, 95.9 WATD. Title track to an album being released in early December, All My Heroes Are Ghosts. And she is in studio with us tonight on the Tiny Stage. That was very cool, Danielle. I'm loving this album. Thank you so much. So tell us your writing style. When you're writing a song, how does that happen? Are you melody-based, lyric-based? Do you kind of merge the two together and just kind of put it all out in one chunk? Tell us how you write. I think now it comes out um, kind of... I think it's at the same time now, whereas... Or, or I'll come up with a line or something. I don't know. It just varies. You know, sometimes I, I have, I'll have like just a line that I write out or, a, or a line, an idea for a line and then it just sits there forever and then I'll come up with a melody and I'll be like, oh, wait, what was that thing? And then I'll go back and find it and put it together. Um, for this, uh, for a bunch of the songs on this, I was getting together with some friends of mine who are other singer-songwriters. Um, we were doing a little... Uh, ladies songwriter group it, it was uh, me and Lisa Bastoni who is a great songwriter she's who, incredible she's I mean she's one of my best friends and she's one of my favorite songwriters she's amazing she um, she just like has that gift of just just making you cry no matter what you know she just squeezes the tears right out of you with her with her song she has so much such a gift for that but um she stopped playing for 10 years she she had a couple you know she had a couple kids and um and her kids are still small but then after 10 years she she um she started writing again she she would put the kids to bed and then she'd just start writing and she wrote a whole new album and around that time we started to get together the two of us because years ago we used to do that like a songwriting get together and we both wrote a lot of songs at that point so She's always been like a good inspiration and, 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 you know, we've always been able to encourage each other in a good way. Um, but then we also recently, um, my friend Janae Halstead and, and uh, another friend, Laura Vecchioni, joined the, the crew. And so the four of us would get together, you know, every other week or so. So a bunch of these songs were like written and then tried out on them first and, and you know, with a little bit of feedback or, all right, this one, this line isn't working, what's going, you know, and we kind of help each other out with... Uh, with the songs and it's it's such a it's a really good way to it, it gives you encouragement to write and it gives you it kind of gives you good you have to you have to find people whose opinion you trust and respect and who you trust not to say something that's going to ruin the creative uh, <laughs> flow yes. for you that's not just going to say oh i don't really like that word which is your favorite word in the whole song or whatever it is you know what i mean so true yeah so that was really a big part of um the push and then getting together with the guys in the band and working out harmonies and working out parts and it just um yeah it was just a good way to like again i i think the power of collaboration and help from other people is something that's uh you know i i not that i didn't get it early on but i didn't really like you, you kind of i think sometimes you try to hold things too close and you're afraid to get input from other people you know and uh it's the best thing you can possibly do if, if you're if it's people you trust you know how is writing for a solo project different than writing for a band? Um, I mean, you just think in arrangements a little bit more, or in in um, you think about how it's going to sound with a full band. This these songs, I feel like they a lot of them were meant to have the band, like they're they're written. There's parts that are written, um, whereas you know sometimes you'll have like a a song that's more lyric based and it's. Or, or like a, an acoustic finger picking style song or something like that. But these songs, I've ac I actually had the band in mind when I wrote them, and I never used to do that before. 
So that was helpful. I, I, um, yeah, it took me some time to like figure out how to, um, just how to lead the band and how to, how to even like just think in arrangements. You know, my, I, I work, I worked with my husband for, for years, uh, on things and he's very good at that. And he's, he's great at thinking about arrangements and thinking about parts. And I learned a lot from, from working with him. You know, just watching him or having him help lead a rehearsal, then I'd be like, oh, okay, all right. You know, don't let the rehearsal go off the rails. <laughs> yeah. You have to say, all right, all right, we need to we need to now go on to the next song. It's fun to, like, kind of screw off a little bit and all that, but then, you know, just finding that, kind of reeling everybody in, even just little things like that that you just kind of learn over yes, time. Yes, so true. <laughs> that is the voice of Danielle Morelia in studio tonight, 95.9 WATD. Danielle, share your website if, uh, with us. If oh, you yeah, will. it's daniellem.com. And I should say that the CD release party is uh, December 2nd at the Burren Backroom Series in Somerville, Mass. Excellent. Well, let's talk more about that. We have to take a very quick break, but we have more with Danielle Moralia on the other side of this. You're listening to 95.9 WATD. We know a lot about music. Mayflower uh, combined with Philadelphia. No brainer, right? Because this is where the Mayflower landed. History? Not so much. I'm not the historian. Let the people in the uh, production booth deal with that one. (laughs) Almost famous on 95.9 WATD. And we are on the tiny stage tonight on 95.9 WATD with Danielle Morelia. Danielle, how you doing in there tonight? I'm good. How you doing? Doing fantastic. Happy Halloween, by the way. Oh, thank you. What's your uh, costume this year? Oh, I was so lame this year. Usually I go... Uh, usually we have uh, some kind of Halloween gig and then I'm, I'm like going crazy like right before the gig trying to figure out what to wear, but sometimes under pressure you come up with really good stuff, but this year... No, no Halloween gigs. Nothing, yes, which is kind of nice, <laughs> honestly. Going as a radio DJ, I guess. <laughs> yeah, there say. we go. <laughs> Sorry, I'm playing my guitar here. No, it's okay. That's perfect. <laughs> so, remind us of who uh, who is Danielle Morelia, and uh, tell us about the new album as well. Um. Oh, uh, who is Danielle Morelia? Yeah, yeah. Uh, it's the yourself. person you're speaking with right now. <laughs> um, and uh, I I have a band called Danielle M and the Glory Junkies. We have a CD release party coming December second at the Burren. In, uh, in Somerville, Mass., and uh, the record is called All My Heroes Are Ghosts. Um, right now, though, I'm going to play a Dylan song, and yes. the reason is um, I, I, on Friday, this, this coming Friday, uh, my, friend Matt, my friends Matt Borello and Art Tebbets and I are, um, are doing a Bob Dylan tribute show at uh, Rick's Music World. In Raynham. Fantastic place. Yeah, I love that. I love that room. It's a great place to go and buy stuff, and it's a great place to go and see live music. Absolutely. So, Which uh, Dylan tune are we going to hear? This is uh, this is I Want You off of uh, Blonde on Blonde. Great album too. Not as good as All My Heroes It Goes. <laughs> oh well, that's a well, we could that that's debatable. But <laughs> <laughs> um, but uh, yeah, so so. Uh, I don't know. I love I love this song because I feel like it's a great example of what a great poet Dylan is. If anyone would ever question whether he was or not, and I know there are people out there who do question it or think he's overrated, but um, but this is such a great example of of beautiful poetry in song form because the 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 basically the um, the verses are are very surreal, and the more you listen to them, the more pops out at you, but. The main thing is in the chorus, it just comes right down to, I want you. So you're like, oh, that's, that's what he's saying, you know? 
and I think it's a really beautiful way to, to write a song. Um, anyway, this is called I Want You. Take a size, lonesome organ grinder cries. The silver saxophone say I should refuse you. The crack bells, washed out horns, blow into my face with scorn. But it's not that way. I wasn't born to lose you. I want you. I want you. Yes, I want you so bad. Honey, I want you The drunken politicians leap upon the streets Where mothers weep and saviors who are fast asleep They all wait for you Well, I wait for them to interrupt me Drinking from my broken cup And ask me to open up the gate for you I want you I want you Yes, I want you so bad Honey, I want you Well, all my fathers, they've gone down True love, they've been without it But all their daughters put me down Cause I don't think about it Well, I return to my queen of spades and I talk with my chambermaid. She knows that I'm not afraid to look at her. But she is good to me. There's nothing that she doesn't see. She knows where I like to be, but it doesn't matter. I want you. I want you. Yes, I want you. So bad. Honey, I want you Well, your dancing child with his Chinese suit He spoke to me, I took his flute No, I wasn't that cute to him, was I? But I did it because he lied Because he took you for a ride Because time was on his side And because I, I want you I want you Yes, I want you so bad, honey. I want you. Danielle Morelia in studio tonight, ninety-five nine WATD. Very nice job on that. Thank you. So tell us, you know, speaking of what, let's, let's recap the show first of all. Coming up this Friday, Rick's Music World in Raynham. Mm-hmm. Uh, what's the start time for that? Do you know? Um, oh, you're testing me. Um, <laughs> hold on a second. I have it. Uh, let's let's we'll get back to that. It's probably seven-ish. I'm guessing it's seven. I want to hear about your influences growing up and uh, and current, if you would. Um, well, my current ones are the same ones from when I was growing up, pretty much. Um, I, uh, I mean, I grew up on on popular music, you know, at the time, which was, you know, '80s popular music, and the one that I've carried through that is Prince. He's been my, you know, my number one favorite artist of all time, forever and ever. Um, and the Rolling Stones, you know, my top three are probably the Rolling Stones, Prince and Janis Joplin. Um, so those are like my, you know, Mount Rushmore of, of, uh, 
And I, that, I need a fourth person, right? So I guess I'd put Jimmy or, or Bob Dylan in there. But yeah, so those are like the top. And then there's a lot of other, you know, it's like Joni Mitchell and Paul Simon as far as like the songwriters go, that kind of thing. And um, and then there's the blues pickers that, that have been a huge influence. Big Bill Brunsey, uh, Mississippi John Hurt, some of that old acoustic blues. Um you know, newer, newer blues would be like Bonnie Raitt, you know. How about Law on the uh, the local scene? I know you mentioned Lisa Bistoni and you mentioned uh, Janae Halstead. Yeah, I mean, my friends. <laughs> I'm very, uh, you know, they're, they're those, yeah, I, I'm so, I, you know, I feel very lucky to have cool people and I don't mean cool as in cool people, but very cool, awesome people um, around and uh you know who also happen to be cr- incredibly talented um we have a great community here we're lucky you know we do absolutely uh, yeah let's uh do another track off of the disc danielle what do you want to play next don't pray for me don't pray for me yeah. tell us about this song um it's an angry song <laughs> it's an angry song <laughs> Very cool. Yeah, well, let's do it. 95.9 W-A-T-D. <laughs> this is Danielle Morelia. Don't pray for me.
from the CD, All My Heroes Are Ghosts. Danielle Morelia, Don't Pray For Me on 95.9 WADD. That is very cool. I'm digging that tune. Thank you. So tell us uh, again how the album came to be, Danielle. Um, well, it was just uh, it was a band that came together from just... We just uh, started doing residencies around town and, you know, it got tighter and tighter and the arrangements came together, so... And I'm digging your vocal on that too. That was some intense, uh, intense recording. Now, was Thank that done? You. That was all done live. Yeah. Well, well, we we overdubbed a couple. So <laughs> we dubbed in uh, Eric's vocals. Eric is doing some call and response stuff there. He's um, there's like a couple of Eric's in there. So, so uh, yeah, it's not totally that part is not totally live. <laughs> he had to overdub close, himself close on enough. a couple of things. But uh, yeah, but my vocal, I think my vocal is live on that one though. That's that's my. You know, I played and sang with the band on on most of. I, I don't think I overdubbed any vocals except on one tune. One tune on it is tracked. Everything nice. else is totally live. So you've been. You say you've been a part of the music scene here in Boston for about twenty years. When did you realize that you could write and you could play? Well, I I was writing and playing before I was doing that in front of anybody. So I I, I started um, lightly started writing and I mean I was always a writer even in high school I liked to write but um I would say I started really writing songs after I got out of college and I had been playing guitar since I was 13 at that point so I just I was writing poetry and had like a a stupid breakup a bad breakup and started writing that was like back when you would um not pick up your phone at every second that you were bored you know so I'd be like waiting for someone to come pick me up at my house and I'd pick up my guitar and then I just started, it just ended up with a handful of songs and finally looked, I was like, there must be a place where you can play these things. Like, where'd he go? And I, I looked in, I think it was the Phoenix, the Boston Phoenix at the time. And it had listings for open mics. And I, I found the Kendall Cafe, which is no longer there, in, uh, in Cambridge. And I just went to check it out. I didn't even go to play the first time. I just went and and watched and I was like there were some people who I was like ooh that person's way you know way beyond where I where I am at this moment and then other people I was like all right all right I could do that <laughs> <You know? laughs> and uh and it was great and so I I was encouraged I went back the next week and uh and I did it and I, you know I was I'm sure I was awful but people were so kind and so uh just welcoming so it was like it was like oh I found my people these are you know this is yeah. the tribe or whatever you know how would you say your music has evolved since you first started writing? Um, I, I mean, I, I think in the sense that I do think about the whole arrangement now, you know, I went from being like more of a writer than a songwriter to start. So it's like the first songs you write as I was, I was fresh off of like a, well, not like a, yeah, see, I'm such a great verbalist considering uh, I had a creative write. I have a creative writing degree. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, uh, so I'm like, I have like a creative writing degree. Like, but I was fresh off of that. So I was super wordy and I would just, everything had to be described in great, great detail, which is, you know, you do want to do the show, don't tell thing and you want to tell a story, but you don't have to force a detail in there, you know, and I would do that and it would be very wordy. And then I would just kind of jam it into chords somehow, you know, and uh, over time you kind of learn you, you learn that you can be you can repeat a line over and over again in a song or you can simplify things or be a little more vague about certain things or 
some some parts of the song will or some parts of the story will fill it in fill in itself you know you want the person to experience it from their perspective the listener um anyway yeah did so you I find think, yourself always influenced by politics and world events no actually I, I would say not until you know after i would say like in the the bush years <laughs> is probably when i started and i and honestly um political music wasn't what influenced me I, I i actually was i got really into bill hicks the comedian and that's what really got me thinking more i know and at the time too po- you know p- people became more and more politically aware because of everything that was going on and after 9-11 and all that so i think that you know in in line with also starting to listen to po- bill hicks and and just being more aware of politics got me thinking in that way so like my first full-length record has a couple of political songs from you know that era and um but i don't i try not to it's not like something that is all of what i do or you know i try not to shove it down people's <laughs> throats too much but it's impossible not to sing about it or, or not to write about it i mean it's like it's all that's on my mind i think it's all that's on a lot of people's minds right now agreed um so it's you know, it's not about being preachy or being judgmental. It's just like this is the climate right now. So Which kind of is a throwback to what happened, you know, the music of the, the 60s and early 70s. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Those, you know, Rolling Stones tunes and Joni Mitchell, you know, very influenced on, on that on that subject. So, Absolutely. Incredible. We have to take a uh, final break of the uh, night here in just a little bit, but I think we have time to squeeze in one more song. Do you want to do another one off the disc? Yeah. Let's play Aim Low. It's different than the other stuff. Cool. On there. All right. Daniel Message. 95.9 WATD. <laughs> Let's check it out. Aim Low. Don't set the bar too high. If you want to reach your goals Before you die, aim low Don't try to fly You won't be crying in your pillow Cause you couldn't touch the sky Low expectations are the key to happiness If you can coast to mediocre Why bounce on the best, aim low Swim in the smaller ponds you're never gonna get the gold Try for the bronze, aim low Why break a sweat? Go on and phone it in Set it and forget Don't bother trying to bring God out from the sky You got your own dance moves And a little kind of drive, aim low You're not as special as Mama said so drive on smoother roads Clear that ego from your head My dream still didn't want me So I'm stepping out of line And I'll aim low No, I won't try to 
see me crying in my pillow Cause I couldn't touch the sky no Not even gonna write a last verse Gonna go binge watch some TV show Make the last verse Same as the first Aim low Don't set the bar too high If you wanna reach your goals Before you die Aim low Danielle Morelia, 95.9 WATD. Tell us about that song, Danielle, if you would. Oh, that was um, that was my attempt at writing an inspirational song. <laughs> Aim low. That's uh, that's my philosophy. <laughs> <laughs> does it work? I think it does. I think it just you know sets expectations nice and low, so you're never disappointed. I like that. <laughs> We have Danielle Moralia in studio tonight. We have to take our final break of the night in just a couple of seconds here. Uh, Peter Black and the Wide World of Blues comes your way at 10. But before we get to that, Danielle, uh, share with us your website, if you would, one last oh, time. Oh, it's, uh, it's daniellem.com. And actually, my mom texted me with the, with the time on that. Uh, yes. <laughs> on the Bob Dylan uh, show that we're doing on, uh, on Friday. It's November 3rd is the date. And uh, the time is 7.30. It's 7.30. Rick's Music World in Raynham. Right on Route 44 yeah. in Raynham. And the release party is December 2nd at the Burren Excellent. in Somerville. Well, let's talk more about the CD release party and a few more details, but I will do that right after this break here on 95.9 WATD. Just like that one girl in high school. She was very popular back then. She had dozens of boyfriends. Hundreds. Hundreds. Oh, we've gotten quite a reputation. I did not know that. Almost Famous on 95.9 WATD. And we are back here on the tiny stage with Danielle Moralia on 95.9 WATD. Danielle, thank you so much for coming down to the South Shore tonight. Thanks for having me. My pleasure. You sound fantastic tonight. The CD sounds amazing. I can't wait to uh, get a hard copy of this and uh, listen to it in my car. Thank you. I so, will send you one. Uh, please, I'd I love them. that. <laughs> Remind us of the uh, important dates again, if you would. All right. So let's see. So f- this Friday is, uh, is uh, the Bob Dylan tribute in Raynham. Actually, Saturday. I don't know, you know, if anybody's streaming up in uh, in the, on the North Shore. I'm going to be at uh, Nine Wallace in Beverly with Charlie Farron. We're doing a double bill there. Um, and then Sunday, uh, it it uh, at the Narrows in Fall River, we're doing a memorial concert for um, Michael Troy. We're doing a, a Michael Troy tribute show, uh, the, and all the funds go to the Michael Troy Memorial Fund. Um, and so I'm going to be doing a couple of Michael songs there. He's he's just he was a true salt of the earth person and just wrote songs about his life and and about the mills, working in the mills in in Fall River. He's born and raised Fall River. They have a Fall River a Michael Troy Day in Fall River now. Um he's actually the guy who told me to start listening to Mississippi John Hurt if I wanted to do that fingerstyle guitar stuff, you know. And uh, so he was just a good friend, and, and we miss him so much. Um, so, yeah, so, so we're, we're going to be doing uh, a tribute to Michael on Sunday at the, at the Narrows. So that's a South, another South Shore thing. And then the CD release party, December 2nd at the Burn Backroom Series um, in Somerville. And uh, that's run by Tom Bianchi, who is uh, also my husband. 
<laughs> and that's Excellent. a great series to check out. They have great all guy. kinds of great stuff coming up there, too. I think David Wilcox is this weekend, and there's a lot of good shows coming up there. Excellent. Yeah. That is Danielle Moralia. Give us your website, too, Danielle. Any social media links, too? Uh, DanielleM.com. And you could just click on on the links right from there. Everything's there. All the shows are there, all the links to Facebook and all the other socials that you want. Awesome. So uh, it is time to uh, make room for Peter Black in the wide world of blues, but I think we have time for one more tune to take us up to uh, 10 o'clock. What are you uh, getting us home with tonight, uh, Danielle? I'll, I'll close it. We've been doing all new stuff. I'll close it with one uh, one of the older ones from the first album. This Very is called cool. Cry. Thank all right. you. Thanks Thank for you. having me, John. My pleasure. Get home safely, and we'll talk to you soon. And best of luck with the uh, CD release and the show. Thank you. Something stop and I'll buy some land and build my